Hello, everyone. Welcome again to another episode of the Mint Door Podcast. I am Dr. Laura Schwint. And I am Dr. Karen Tyndall. And we are honored to be have a guest on our podcast today, mm-hmm. Rivka Markell. And she's coming to us all the way from Innsbruck, Austria today. Welcome, Rivka. Thank you so much for joining us. It's late where you are. It is. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited uh, for joining you in this podcast. Yes. Awesome. So Rivka brings a a rich background when when we're going to visit today. She has so many gifts. She has been working for over 30 years in the areas of holistic health, holistic tools, hacks, and mindset hacks. These are some of her passions, but she's also a women's empowerment coach, a clearing facilitator, which I'm interested to dive into that a little bit, and recently, most recently, a Proctor Gallagher consultant. Um, She's the founder of Mind Mastery, which helps facilitate you using the universal laws of the universe in your life. And so, Rivka, I am excited to dive into some of that because I imagine that knowing some of these tools, tricks, hacks, and universal laws can really help us um, achieve what we want in life and and help us with our full well-being. Do you find that that's true? I I really, really believe that's true. And that's also why why I'm so passionate about it. Because I think if you understand the laws of the universe more than um, just knowing that they're there, then and then you can use them to your benefit. So instead of trying to fight them, you can use them. And then it makes life so much easier and so much more fun. So a lot of people, they and I, I know that from when I was very young, and I was the, the person always like a little uh, cuckoo, like in my in my own world. And when I was a teenager, I was already like very into the role of the moon with the tides and they could make the water go down and up. And it was so amazing. And I couldn't understand why people didn't think that that also had an influence on our bodies, knowing that our body is like so much, like 70, 80% of water, thinking that the moon that is in charge of the tides would not be in charge of our body. So for me, it never made sense. So from from a very young age, I was looking for the answers. And so I'm very excited that in the world that we live in today, more and more people become aware of those laws and they become aware of how the laws of the universe really make a huge difference. Like if you know how it works, you can use it to your benefit. Mm-hmm. If there was somebody listening now who is hearing you talk and saying like, oh my gosh, that makes sense. Like if the moon can move the sea and it can move maybe the water, which I am like 80% of, what, how, what, what would be the fundamentals that you would share with them that they need to begin their understanding of that idea, the whole process? couple of things. That's a really good question. I really like that question because you see, there is more to it than just what we studied in school. Mm -hmm. 
There is so much more that nobody ever taught us. We know about the law of gravity. And when we take a pen, like I take a pen and I, and I let it go, it's going to drop on the floor. It's not going to go up. And we all know that. But there are many other laws. And the main law that people know now is the law of attraction, because that's something that came in the, that became very popular with the secret. And everybody's talking about the law of attraction. But there is also the law of polarity. And there is um, the law of cause and effect. So we, we know that the law of cause and effect exists, but we are not aware of what that really does in our life. If mm-hmm. you put something out there, there will be a result. Or today I had with a, a conversation with one of my clients, and I also told her it was about not getting out of bed in the morning. And so we also know that a body that is in rest wants to stay in rest. That's one of the laws of the universe. It's something that that's something that we studied. Mm-hmm. A body in rest doesn't want to doesn't want to go. So in the morning, when you want to get out of bed, you have to put energy to it because otherwise it's not going to happen. But we don't think in those terms. We just think that we have to get out of bed. And that's a normal thing that we do. It's a habit. I know it's a habit. But if you think about it, it's using the laws of the universe. And so if you understand that this is what's happening, Mm -hmm. then you're not going to fight against it. Then you will just like use it and say in the morning, if I don't get up in the morning, I'm like, okay, I know body in rest wants to stay in rest, but I'm not going to do this. I'm going to give it energy and get up. And it's a different consciousness and a different feeling that you don't say, oh, my God, I cannot get up in the morning. It's always the same thing. Why am I so lazy? I slept enough. No, it's normal that you can't get up in the morning because that's one of the, that's just that's just nature. So the first thing is, the first thing in the morning, you don't have to beat yourself up. You just have to say, okay, let me just go. And do this because it's normal. And so that's where you start by understanding the laws and how they affect you in your life. And that's, of course, another conversation. If we have to go over all the laws, that's, that's, that's a long, um, that's almost a course in, it, in itself. So, um, but just little things make a huge difference in how especially women i think they they will beat themselves up over all these little mm-hmm. all these little things while there's no reason to do so mm-hmm. it, it makes me think of um one of the topics i know you're passionate about and that is how your thoughts create your reality and it's such a simple concept that you just gave there of getting out of bed in the morning and how that thought you know, thinking that you are lazy when really it's it's a universal law that you're you're dealing with in the moment and that you can shift that thought and that can shift your reality for the day. So tell us a little more how you how you dove into this thoughts, create your reality and and how somebody could um, utilize this in in their day at, as a doctor. Well, Again, it's a it's a bigger topic, but the main thing is to first accept that that is true. Because a lot of people, they will say things like, 
they, they talk about the law of attraction or they talk they talk about uh, your thoughts create your reality and words have power and all those one-liners but do they also really understand what they're saying so if you say my thoughts create my reality i will add something to it and results never lie mm -hmm. so if i create my reality with my thoughts and I look at my results, then I can see what I am thinking. So it's like, again, that loop. And so a lot of people are in a very stressful environment and they run and they worry and they get anxiety and they have all these things going on. And I have to be very careful what I'm saying right now because a lot of people are really on the edge of not liking what I'm going to say now, but you create that stress yourself because of your thoughts. But the thing is that those thoughts are happening in your subconscious mind. And we, whatever we think, 97% goes on in our subconscious mind and comes from conditioning when we were younger. So whatever we are thinking that we can remember what we're thinking, it's not really doing it because that's only a very tiny part of what we can, what we can, um, how should I say that? Like what we can influence because you can think about what am I thinking right now? Mm -hmm. And then you will get some answers, but it's much easier to look at the results that you have because then you know exactly what you were thinking. Because those, but your results are created by your thoughts. So what you think today will create your results tomorrow. And it's like what Steve Jobs said, and that I think is genius, that you can only connect the dots looking backwards. So if you know, you look at your life and you look backwards what's happening, then you know what you were thinking back then. But if you keep on doing the same thing and you keep on looking at the same thing, your thoughts will be the same and your results will be the same. So if you're as a woman dentist and you because. A hundred percent, most of them are perfectionists mm -hmm. and they want to have it all under control. And that's what they are thinking about. Their thoughts are creating this whole stressful reality. Mm -hmm. So the first thing they have to do is understanding that they create that themselves. But the good part is that if you create it yourself, you can also change it. You don't need any more help. You don't need any, uh, you don't need more staff. You don't need better proceed. You don't need anything else than just be aware and work on yourself what Jim Rohn would say work harder on yourself than on your business because that is like there's not another procedure that you have to put into place or another paper that you have to fill there's nothing out there that can help you except you changing your thoughts and that is going to change the result which is very powerful mm -hmm. in my opinion Mm -hmm. because it's just it makes you so strong mm -hmm. yeah powerful and freeing yeah it, it gives you all the freedom because you know on the other hand of course it's a process mm -hmm. 
And there is no such thing. Uh, this is not happening overnight. It's not because all of a sudden you know that, oh, I created this. In most cases, you get more stress <laughs> because now it's another burden on you. Oh, my God, I am the one who is creating this. Mm-hmm. I need to change that right away. You can't. There's mm-hmm. no way. You have to be patient. And that's what I'm saying. Like You need to understand the laws of the universe because if you don't, then you just get caught up in another thing that you can feel guilty about. Right. Which is not where you want to go. Right. That's not, it's, there is more to it. It's like, it's not whatever I'm saying right now. There is a lot around it. It's not just like understanding that it is true. Mm -hmm. It's only the first little step. And then you can go from there. But accepting that it is true for most people is huge because they, it's so much easier to point fingers and to say, it's this person's fault, or it's that patient that came late, or it is my staff that didn't show up. It's not, but it's so much easier because then you don't have to take that responsibility. Mm-hmm. But once you take that responsibility, that is the beginning of your freedom. When, when people start thinking this way, this mm-hmm. is going to be a new thing. How long does it take? Or does it ever become subconscious that you will always think that way in the future? It is an amazing journey. And I know firsthand, like it is, um, of course, it's an ongoing process. It's not something that stops because why? Mm -hmm. You will always, like once you get out of that daily anxiety, stress, you start building again. Because a lot of women, they're just surviving, especially in like in in the medical field. There's so much that comes to you, and mm-hmm. you it feels like and again, as a dentist, the dental field, and I know how it comes on you, and you can fall for the trap of just blaming everything that happened. But what happened is the result of who you are, not the other way around. It's not like, so once you you start turning it around, it takes a little bit of time. But what happens is, and, and I don't think, to be honest with you guys, you can't do this alone. There's no way that you're going to read a book on how your thoughts create your reality or on the law of attraction or on the law of cause. There's no such thing or you're not going to follow a course and just internalize it and, and think that you can do this. There's no way you need a coach. There's this. And I think that we're in the, in, in the place where we understand that you can't do this alone, that you need the support of like-minded people and you need the support of coaches and you need somebody that is going to hold your hand and really hold that space for you Mm -hmm. because we are not used to this. So what happens is when we are the mind, like I would love to give you a picture of the mind because there is no, if I, if I would ask you when, when you think about your mind, what is the picture that comes up? 
like what would it be like most people say i look at i think at my brain but your brain is an organ it's not your mind and so the mind thinks like we are thinking in pictures so the mind has no picture so let's give it a picture so consider the mind like your head and then your body and the mind is like divided in two with a line in the middle and this is my conscious mind and this is my subconscious mind and for the purposes of this conversation those are the two parts of the mind that we're going to use because there's way more to the mind and doctors and professors they would tell me what well, that's too easy but just to make it um so that we can talk about it so we have the conscious mind and the subconscious mind from 0 to 6 the subconscious mind is wide open there is no such thing as a conscious mind so the baby takes everything in here's what the parents are talking about what the caregivers are talking about it all goes into the subconscious mind and we are programmed like a computer program so from 6 to 12 we start having our own input but with a mind of a 6 to 12 year old so a lot of stuff is going on but we're not adults yet so we don't make the right connections with everything so when somebody would say um something to us like why are you wearing those shoes we can we will make an interpretation with a mind from a 6 to a 12 year old and those programs they go in your subconscious mind but they go through your conscious mind you you consciously make a decision how you are going to store that in your subconscious mind and then you grow up and you have to deal with all that garbage that you made up in your subconscious mind and that's the program that you deal with and then we come to something we are creating our own persona coming from all those thoughts that we have all the subconscious thoughts so now we have a self image and whatever we have in that self image we can never outperform that we can never do better than what we think we can do because our mind has only one thing not not there are like eight or nine rules of the mind that are very important and good to know but the mind wants to keep us safe that comes from when we were still living in the caves we had to protect ourselves so the mind would do whatever it could to hold you safe so whatever is not familiar will never be will never be done so the mind says no 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 we're not going to go there you just want to stay safe so if you know that then that is going to get you in that circle like you will always do the same patterns over and over and over again and you will only get out of that if you reprogram your mind and that's why a lot of women they say i want to get out i need to do it differently and they start a different they start doing things in a different way but they will always go back to where they were because your self image is there so it's like it works like a thermostat like a cybernetic system it will always like go back to where it was supposed to be so i forgot a little bit where where we where we came from but it's like how long does it take 
that was think where we started the, the whole thing. How long does it take? It takes that long until you reprogrammed your mind. That's how long it takes. And so it's a long, long explanation, but just to make it visual, like you cannot, whatever is in your subconscious mind, you need to reprogram. And it was programmed in 12 years. And after that, and even before that, your genetics came in for your ancestors, your DNA, and then whatever you did afterwards, what you, what your thoughts that you thought were good, that you did good things or bad things doesn't matter. So your whole life, you're programmed. So it's not going to change overnight because it was programmed in such a long time. So that's a long answer for your short question. (laughs) It was a good answer. It's a good answer. And, you know, when you talk about programming, of course, my mind goes to computers. And it just makes me think of, um, you know, if we had the same computer that we had when we were six to 12 years old, it would need an update. And that update might take, you know, depending on what you're putting into that new computer, it might take, you know, this amount of time or this amount of time. And um, so I think about that. Yeah, it's not something that we just switch. Um, There's some work that needs to be done. And when we're getting a new computer and putting in new new information, more than likely we need some help. <laughs> and so, like the like you said, the power the power of a coach. Well, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that that is that is fascinating. Yeah, and also because it's not something that we learn. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's not something that we know how to do. It's mm-hmm. not like. We're going to cook dinner and we know how if we put all the ingredients, it's another recipe, but we can cook dinner because we know how to do it. It's not the same. It's something we don't know how to do because it's new. If we would know how to do it, we would have done it already. Mm -hmm. But we don't know. We don't even know that that's our problem. We don't even know that the anxiety that we have is that we cause it ourselves. And that's a hard pill to swallow. So that's number one. So you already need somebody to say, it's okay. Don't worry about it. They can give you like a pat and say, it's okay. It's normal. It's very normal. Mm-hmm. And then once you start reprogramming, you also need to know how. How are you going to reprogram? Because that's the next step. Now you know you have to reprogram. But how, do you go- how are you going to do that? It's very simple, but it's not easy. Like, <laughs> it's like you have to do it. It's not something that you say, oh, I know how it goes. It would be the same as a baby that wants to walk. And he sees other kids walk. So, okay, I know how to do it. Mm-hmm. If he's never gonna walk, he's not gonna get up and do it. You have to do. You have to do the work. Mm-hmm. And you're gonna fall. And you're gonna have to get back up. And you're gonna fall. And you have to get back up. Mm-hmm. It's normal. Yeah, yeah. It makes a huge difference. It makes when we when I started um, implementing all this knowledge with our dental team. What I saw was that people, one of the things that I thought was so amazing was that all of a sudden, because, you know, your program is what we call the paradigm. This is where you're stuck. So there's the same person will always be late and they will come, you say something and then they will be on time for a couple of weeks and then they were late again because that's their paradigm. They're programmed that way to be late. So what we saw in the practice was the idea that people say, 
she can't help it. It's her paradigm. Let's help her get over the paradigm. So instead of people being angry at each other for not doing certain things, because you know, you you have to believe that if people come to work, they want to do that, they want to do the best they can, but they also have their paradigms, and their paradigms will you will see it in that in their results. They don't want to be late. But they're late. Then it was exactly that person that the train was because your thoughts create your reality. So, but then they get more. They they they. It's like more understanding for each other's defects, mm-hmm. and they became and they would help each other out more. It's like this. It's their paradigm. Let's do it. Like and they help each other more. So because of that. The vibration of the office went higher, and like attracts like. So if you if the vibration is higher, the patients that come in were nicer mm-hmm. because, like, the nice staff gets the nice patients. Because again, whatever you have in your sub, that's what's going to what you're going to attract. So it's that circle, mm-hmm. and when that happens, the stress level goes down, the anxiety goes down because people take care of each other because they understand more what's going on. So knowledge on how that works is like, it's it's worth so much. Mm. It makes everything so much better. And then you get into that spiral upwards instead of downwards. Mm-hmm. Mm. I love how you bring this into the dental team. So that that is something that you, you are passionate about is, is sharing this with dental teams and, and enhancing the vibration of dental teams. Um, uh, in your experience with working and with these laws of the universe and um, uh, and the mindset and your dental team, what was the initial resistance, if any, that you you found at first? Um, for instance, if there is a, a dentist that that is interested in this, but maybe there's some resistance in the in the team. What what did you find, and and it and how would they navigate that hurdle? Um, it's again a very very good question. What I did was um, I first asked them if they would be open for something like this, that it wasn't the normal. Um, that it wasn't a normal training or it wasn't about how to become more productive or how to have another um, system in place or do better on that level. And they had to really be open to invest because the mind learns by repetition. So the program that I started with them, they had to watch the same video for two weeks every morning and every evening. It's about 15 minutes. So they have to be willing to do that. So I discussed that. I said, are you willing to do that? Because I think this is going to be, it's, it's going to be good for, for all of you. And I didn't, I, I didn't, it's all on a personal level. So they had to make the homework, but for them personally to become a better person, it had nothing to do with being more productive. How many cleanings are you going to do? So the, the, the hygienist was involved, the like everybody was there, like it's not only uh, the doctors. And so we didn't talk about productivity. It was just personally, like, how am I going to be a better 
contributor in the office? What are my skills? What can I do? But who am I? Like to get to know themselves better and are they were they open to do so? So they were. They said, oh, we would love to do that. So then, of course, then they even came early to, to watch the, the video. So that was, I thought, very cool that they wanted to do that, that they wanted to come in like 15 minutes earlier in the morning so that they could watch the video first. So they felt also on a personal level that I, I tell you a quick, very quick. One, my head assistant is a marathon runner. And because of the program, he started to understand that the power of his mind. And he put on a paper the time, and I don't remember the times, and I'm not a marathon runner, so I don't know anything about it. But he wrote the time that he thought he could do like every mile something. And he thought he was never going to be able to do that. And so we were eight weeks in the program and he even outperformed that mm. because of wow. all the like all the exercises, all the way you do it. He out, he was so excited. He couldn't he, he thought he could never do it. And because of that, the whole team saw the power of those exercises Mm. that you can really change your reality. Mm -hmm. So if he could run that fast and he's now he's going to the marathon or the the marathon of, of uh, Germany because of that time he could go there. Mm -hmm. I don't know the whole thing. So it was an, it was gigantic. He wrote it on a paper and I took a picture and I sent it to my uh, PGI um, peers. And they were all like, wow, all the marathon runners, they were very excited about it. I just am not so (laughs) into marathons, but it was huge. And so that result alone showed, and it had nothing to do with dentistry, but it made everybody happy and Mm -hmm. happy is what we want. Mm -hmm. You know, that's, that's a nice place to come to work where everybody's happy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That sounds so good. I love (laughs) that example. Yeah. Yeah. It has nothing to do with dentistry. No, but because of it, everything got better. Mm-hmm. Yep, it it's such a, a a fascinating piece of you know that we we think we just need to focus on work when we're at work, and um, but there's just so much more that we can focus on that enhances work, and ultimately coming into enhancing ourselves and. You know, I, I suppose he changed his self-image of himself uh, and and then stepped, yeah, ran into it, basically. Yeah. Yeah, and also what I would like to add here is, like, to go back to the idea of your thoughts create your reality. If you go to work, and it doesn't matter what work it is, it can be the practice, but anything, and you are focused on all the stress, all the anxiety, all the things that can go wrong, all the beating up yourself, all the things that are negative, and you're thinking about that over and over again, you just create more of the same. You need to cut that. You need to get out of that. Like You need to stop worrying and doubting yourself and others and being upset and 
all those negative emotions, because if you are in those negative emotions, that's what you think about. And that's what you create more of. So you can't stop it then. Mm-hmm. What, what's a good mind hack if you are in that cycle and you want to get out of it, but you don't have practice getting out of it? What's a good mind hack? Okay. One of the first things that I did, I, I just tell you my own experience. So when I started to realize that every time I'm going into a negative thought, I need something quick that I can think about that is changing my mindset. So what I do is I just imagine myself rafting with my oldest grandson. And that makes me happy. That immediately changes my vibration. You cannot think, you cannot go like, oh my God, I'm thinking the wrong, I'm thinking the wrong thoughts. What am I going to think about so that I can change it? That's way too long. You need something ready. You need something that is making you happy. And that's going to be different for everybody. But I tell this to all my clients, you need something ready right there. And it needs to, you just shift. You can, another rule of the mind is you cannot think two thoughts at the same time. Mm -hmm. So if you think worry thoughts, you need to remove it with something that you would enjoy immediately. Mm -hmm. And so, but you need to have it ready. It cannot be something I want to watch a video or I want to, it needs to be right there. So the first, I see the whole thing. I see myself coming off the whole river and it's like bouncing around and it's like getting like grandma. This is so much fun. I see, I feel it. I sense it. I smell it. It's there. And I cannot have that thought and the worry at the same time. Mm -hmm. So that is what I would say. Find something that is really making you feel good and have it ready when you feel yourself going down. Mm. That's excellent. It's very simple. That's almost too simple. So So, Laura, what will your, let's, let's decide them now. What's your happy thought going to be where you're going to take yourself to? I bet, you know, (laughs) go on, share it. I'm going (laughs) to, I'm going to go to the alpaca farm and I am going to be looking at all the beautiful eyes and silly faces of the alpacas. And I'm going to be feeling their little teeth nibbling the food out of my hand. And in the background, I'll see the mountains and the warm breeze. And I might even smell a little manure, um, but that's okay. <laughs> so that is my happy thought. Well, it makes you happy. <laughs> How about you, Karen? What's yours? Uh, Well, as Rika was talking, the image that just sprung to my head is one of when I let my dog out the back door and he literally zooms at like 100 miles an hour. And he, we've got quite a big yard, but he runs up to the far side of the hill, down so fast and he goes so quickly. His legs almost can't keep up with him that he's literally almost flying in the air as he goes. (laughs) So like when I think of that, like if I see it happen, I'm smiling straight away. So that's going to be my uh, that's going to be my memory that I'm going to go to. Awesome! Yay! So yes, anybody listening, make make your memory right now and get it ready so that when you have those thoughts of worry or um, stress, that you can um, use that that hack from Rivka and uh, reset your mind. Essentially, mm-hmm. yeah, that's what you do. 
Mm-hmm. Awesome. Well, we are kind of getting to, uh, we've talked probably longer than we normally do because this was so fascinating. Thank you. I know there's more Rivka that you could share, Not like, noodles oh my God. <laughs> um, but please reach out to Rivka if you're interested in any of this. Um, she offers 30 minute discovery calls Uh, And we will include the link both to her website and how to schedule a 30-minute discovery call in the show notes below. Um, But she would love to visit with you. She has a lot of different ways that she helps um, individuals, practices. And so finding the right fit for you is just a phone call away. Is there anything else that you would like to make sure that we know our or our listeners know before we go today, Rivka? Well, I think it is just all about reaching out and asking for help because that is the first step. And so it doesn't matter if you feel like you're stuck and even and I would say before you're stuck because we are we know what preventive care is. So before you're stuck you should also reach out for help. And we're all, we're only a phone call away or one message away or one um, discovery call away. That's Mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. Awesome. And as you've shown us there, you know, the, the distance doesn't matter. You're, you're (laughs) across the world from us right now. And we're getting together through the power of the internet and zoom. So thank you. Yeah, thank you for staying up late to to visit with no us problem. tonight. Oh, yeah, thank thank you. you for having me. I really appreciate it. All right. Really. Keep keep doing great mind work with everyone. All right. I we'll definitely talk. will. Excellent. All right. Thanks everyone. We'll talk to you soon. Yeah, see you soon.